You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live This Week, featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Dario Kristen. Joining me today is the beautiful Courtney Stewart, who is back with us with her little Blackahannas ponytail. She's rocking to the left. Gotta have the ponytail because it's been a long week, y'all. It looks good, though. Black and Harness, that's what I'm feeling. We got DJ Jesse J. What's up? <laughs> and our very special guest today, you know him. He is an actor. He is a fitness guru. He is a, a author. Christian Keys is with us today. What's going on, y'all? How you doing? And good, good. And, and the Black and Harness thing works. So you know, it works. As an official, as the, the only representative of the Native American community, partial. My mom was... Like half and half. Uh, right. So it, it, it works. It works. Right, thank, thank you. Thank oh, yeah. <laughs> you. got the approval. Wait, what's your what tribe? I don't know. She was adopted and I was too. So I'm, I'm trying to track her down what, and find out. What area are you from? Michigan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but, but she was like, you know, she looks like a dark skinned white woman with bone straight hair. She could tuck it in her pack, black, in her back pocket. She, yeah. She, so that's why you got that good hair. You got yeah, that good that's, hair. that's, yeah. <laughs> It's her fault. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, you yeah. know, you know. That's you know. where I got that, yeah. Well, we're talking about a lot of stuff today, including Christian's hair. Um, yeah. And also Christian's <laughs> new novel, Dr. Feelgood. Oh, yes. yeah. We also are talking, a man creates a GoFund for his engagement ring. Mm. Toyota overcharges minority customers. And the mm. Super Bowl is this weekend. And the yes. halftime show is supposed to be off the hook again. Uh-oh. But first, we are going to read last week's buzzer meter question, which was, <laughs> are you team Kanye or team Wiz? You guys voted. 80% of you said Wiz. 20% of you said Kanye. But I don't even know if this matters now because they've all made up since then. It was all mm-hmm. crap to begin with. Team Wendy Williams. coming out. You know, I mean, Wendy. I don't know. Yeah, Christian, right. have you been following the it, battle? I've been following it, man. And I think they're both incredibly talented. I wish Kanye wouldn't stop. I wish he would stop telling us how talented he is so we could say it. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, Wiz is dope, too. You know, and I think... One, it was a miscommunication. He didn't understand what KK was. He thought KK was Kim Kardashian. When that's actually, I don't even smoke, but I know, right. I know that's a, you know, that's a type of. Weed. I still think there were some underlying things to it. If I yeah, but you didn't have to. You don't go with the no. kid thing. I'm a dad. Right. Right. I, I'm coming to where you are. You say something about my kid, Absolutely. and I know you personally. I'm coming to where you are, and you got to fight me at high enough. I feel you on that. Yeah, yes. just stretch out, get you some ginseng or something. Cause we, gonna, we gotta, we gotta try these shoulders out. We gotta see what's happening. You don't do that. I feel that. Somebody's kid. Michigan, I feel that. That's that Michigan. Right there, yeah. <laughs> Flint Town, born in Detroit, grew up in Flint. I love my hometown. Love y'all, Flint Town. I was just oh, yes. in Detroit a couple weeks back. I'm from Ohio, so I know it very well. <laughs> All right, well, uh, our buzz meter question for today is: Who do you want to win the Super Bowl? You guys, let us know. Obviously, it's the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Beyonce. Panthers. Hilarious, <laughs> yes, yes. Destiny's Child. I want yes. the Carolina Panthers to win. And why is that, Courtney? Because I used to live in North Carolina. I don't know anything else about the teams this year, so I have no idea. Hey, That's the one with Cam Newton on it. That is with Cam Newton. I right? want that one. Yes. Who's Cam Newton? What? I know who's going to lose. Who? Meek Mill. Who? <laughs> he's lost at everything. He keeps going at random rappers. He's probably going to talk about you next week, so he's right. going to he's going to lose. I already got my diss track ready. But I I think I want Cam to win. 
Yeah. I think they're giving him so much grief for being a confident African-American quarterback. And what's it feel like to be a black quarterback? What's right. it feel like? They don't ask Peyton what does it feel like what to be a, a white, white quarterback. quarterback. Right. They say, you know, how, how has it been establishing your legacy as, a, as one of the best quarterbacks? That's true. He's a quarterback, not a black. They're not the North Carolina blacks. Right. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not yeah black running back, black this, black that. I don't like that. He's either he's good or he isn't, and he's good. So I want him to win. If he doesn't, I'm okay with Peyton beating him on the way out because Peyton's had a phenomenal career. He's a yeah. beast, and you want to see Peyton go out on top. So either way, I'm going to be sitting there with about a 20-piece chicken wings. I know that's right. About three blue moons, and I'm going to have a good time. Brother, I three feel you. Moons. I feel that. And then, you know, they're both number one draft picks, and they're, they said there's like a 13-year difference between the two, but it's going to be a good game regardless. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a great game. So a lot of anticipation for this one. So we're going to do the show a little bit differently today than what we normally do. We yes. normally go right into hot topics, but because Christian's here with us, we want to talk about a couple things that are going on with you, okay. including your new novel, Doctor Feel Good. Yes. So I know it. it shameless it, plug. Shameless, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Check yes. out the image if you are watching us on YouTube right now. The book is right there with him on the cover right there. Well, yeah. If you're gonna hire a model, you might as well get on yourself. yourself. Hey. If you write a, if you write a fixture <laughs> book, keep, keep the money. You better be yeah. Collect you the be points. On the cover. Collect you're the, the points. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mm-hmm. message. Collect, uh, tell us about the. I'm saying I'm still on collect the coins. You see, yeah, I was about yeah, to say yeah, collect the coins. So how do you collect the coins? How do you collect coins? No, tell us about the book. Dr. Feelgood, it was actually a romantic comedy I wrote in 2007, and I just thought it would be a really good idea to to make an urban romantic comedy centered around therapy and helping people. And so the, the primary doctor, Philip Gooden, Phil Good, um, and also Feel Good, you know, trying to help people, you know, get through issues, get through problems, communication problems in marriages, anger management, domestic violence, all, all that. He has different patients that, that have to face problems in that area, and so he helps them. But he also hires his best friend who's – he puts you in the mind of like a Carl Payne okay. mm-hmm. type character. And, and, and Martin, you know, he just – he's brilliant, but he doesn't take his job seriously. Not Carl Payne, but the doctor. Uh, I love Carl. He's a great, great friend of mine. <laughs> but that type of guy who just, just doesn't, you know, doesn't take that seriously. And he could be changing lives and saving lives, and he doesn't. He's trying to sleep with the hot patients. Yeah, he'd probably love your little uh, Pocahontas little, little little thing, thing. He'd be in there, so tell him about your problems and just be playing in your hair. all kinds of problems. Yeah, see? Y'all be getting to the bottom, deep to the bottom of some of them problems. Uh, hashtag message. So um, so he's dealing with that. He's dealing with the patients. And then at, at, uh, somewhere in the story, he has an engagement fall apart. So instead of dealing with it himself, he reinvests himself into trying to help everybody else with their problems. And that's keeping him intentionally okay. from having to face his own heartbreak because he thought that was the love of his life and his soulmate and he got you know he gets he gets surprised by this dear john letter and the engagement ring just sitting on the table you know which kind of destroys him so it's it's honest look at you know what men think and feel about various situations family friends love you know life marriage lust sex can you cuss on this show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking um, some heavy duty. They do some of that in there a little bit. But it's tasteful. It's not every 30 pages. Oh, ain't nobody hump you know, right. in a while. Let's, right. let's have some sex. <laughs> it, it, the, the, <laughs> the love scenes that are in there, because I don't like reading books like that. It's like, yeah. oh, man, you know, every, every 15 pages, oh, here come another. Yep, a, somebody's ass right. is up in there. It's like Skinamax of the book. Yeah, right. no. Yeah. It's, you know, and you feel like you need a shower afterwards. <laughs> right. And right. I don't want the readers to, you know, readers are intelligent. So I want them to get, okay, it feels like there's some tension. It feels like something building. I knew it. She's naked. You know, right. it, it, it's 
necessary to move the story along, and that's it. So there's a few choice, phenomenal scenes in there, and the rest of it is just layers and levels and, and people to fall in love with or even some characters to dislike. So it's a really good story, and the script is already written. So as soon as the book does well, um, we're going to shoot the movie. What in your, my next question. <laughs> what in your life inspired you to want to tell a story that helps people? I Well, I came up in a foster care system. So I was in like 12 or more different foster homes, a few group homes, a few detention centers. I've been homeless, mm-hmm. like sleeping behind Kmart, you know, eating out the dumpster homeless. Mm-hmm. And um, I went through, in order to get through a lot of that, I, I went through some therapy and it helped. And then in, in college, I studied social work. Because I figured, okay, I've been on every angle of, of this side of the issue. I might as well help on this side of social work since I've already experienced the bulk of it. You know, um, been adopted twice. You know, my first adopted mother was very abusive. Mm. You know, things like that. And you can't go through those kind of things without some sort of residual effects. But you can also turn around, face it, accept the fact that it wasn't your fault. Right. Stop blaming yourself. And then you become stronger and you can enable and empower other people to to heal and get past their stuff as well. So it just I saw it as an opportunity to use some of the things that I've learned from therapy and, you know, place it and place these patients and, and characters in a fictitious setting, but still kind of get messages across. How did you find your way to therapy having gone through so much? Because a lot of people don't ever make it and make to that make that Especially step. the black community because yeah. you know Yeah, we don't we're afraid of, we're afraid of therapy. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. Oh, we just what? now are getting better with <laughs> like, it. Yeah. But for a long time, you know. Yeah, that's that profanity. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. yeah, that's like you know, talking about somebody's mom or something. Um, <laughs> right. Let me see. In in some of the situations it was mandatory. We had to go. So it was a requirement. In the group homes it was a requirement. And some of the you know, once I started getting angry and kind of acting out because they weren't listening about the abuse, then they're like, okay, something must be wrong with him. No, nothing's wrong with me. She's beating us when I go home. If I have a C on my report card, I'm going to get beat with the belt buckle. I've been telling you for years, and you won't take me out the house. So guess what? I'm going to figure out how to get you, get you to take me out the house. I'm going to start stealing. I'm going to throw a chair or two at school, and then you're going to get me out that house somehow because I, I went through the proper channels, and you wouldn't listen. And a lot of times, these young cats, young kids, young girls, they're going through things at home, and they're trying to tell people, and people are brushing them off. Oh, it can't be that serious. It's not, you know, probably got a little pat on the butt. No, I'm getting beat. You know, I got scalding hot showers, freezing cold showers, and she's waiting at the back of the shower. When I scoot out of the water, she's going to beat me back underneath the water. This is my reality at home, and y'all won't listen, so I'm going to act up. So they forced me to go to therapy, which was fine because I, I felt like I needed to talk that stuff through anyway, and then that was part of my empowering process. So yeah. I, was, I was grateful for it, and it, and it helped me. And it gave me a good perspective on on how to write stuff like this too. You know how to use fiction to to help people address certain things in their lives. So I thought it was kind of cool. And then that's probably I'm sure helped you in your acting and yeah. different characters. And I mean I, I remember reading a, a quote that uh, Tyler Perry said that you were the most consistent actor that that he worked with. And I mean that's a huge yeah. huge accomplishment because and compliment because he works with so many actors. Yeah, and we did probably 750, 800 shows and. All he ever asks is that we show up and we do our job. Yeah. You know, and you show up, you know your stuff, and he'll he'll improv some stuff. So if somebody's cell phone rings, he'll get off the stage, go out, he'll take their cell phone as Medea, you know, do all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff. And, and you have to – and Medea's like 6'6". Six, six. She's a big girl. Um, <laughs> and you have to remember where you guys left the script at, where when he gets back on stage, what his last line and his next line will be, and you have to know your last and your next – and just roll with it. Yeah. You know, and, and that that helped me because a lot of times on set they'll let us 
when we're filming, they'll let us go with it. They'll let us improv a little bit, and you get to cut up a little bit, so it becomes a lot more fun. So that was kind of on-the-job training. Yeah, and then uh, obviously right now we're preparing for tomorrow's NAACP Awards. Are yeah. so you going to be attending, I'm sure? Uh, we got the Oscars coming up, and obviously in Hollywood right now, it's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about the lack of diversity issue. Yeah. And that's why I think actually tomorrow's NAACP will probably be one of the most powerful ones mm-hmm. in a while because I feel like everybody in the black entertainment world should be there right you know yeah. support it um you as an actor you know what what do you feel are some of the the challenges that you're having or experiencing right now even in the industry because a lot of people were thinking that it has changed you know and there's a lot more opportunities especially we see television and we saw the emmys and how much black talent was celebrated what kind of challenges are you still facing as an actor in hollywood and, and the whole hustle involved around it i would say i would say your typical challenges that you would face in any job that that it, it's a constant grind. It's it's not easy. I've been acting for 16 years now, and it's still a hustle. Um, it's one of the reasons I'm, you know, with my free time now, when I'm not filming, I go back to classes. You, yeah. you want to continue Smart. to grow. Smart. I don't want to be, you know, the same character or, or be acting on the same level with the same depth now as I am 10 years from now. I'd rather be, I want to eclipse what I'm doing now, and I believe in the stuff that, that I'm doing now. But I feel like there's that part of the grind to it, and also I feel like, there definitely needs to be more diversity. They could definitely do a better job. I don't think I think you celebrate the craft and not the color. Unfortunately, the Oscars don't necessarily do that. Right. Yes, they put an African American woman in charge. Um, she's over the Cheryl Moon Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's over it, and I think that's more, for lack of a better word, decorative. That's more cosmetic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're still not going to award you guys much, but you know, we'll, we'll give one of you guys a job. I think ultimately, when, when the Focus becomes celebrating the performances and the craft. Yeah. At least nominate some of these things. It's no way David doesn't get nominated for Selma. No. Right. He didn't look like David. He looked like Dr. King. Right. And, you know, he sounded the cadence. The It was powerful. And the movie itself should have been at least nominated, at the very least nominated. The same thing, I, I, I loved uh, Will Smith and Concussion. I loved Idris in Beast of No Nation. Very powerful, mm-hmm. very deep, very, he, he murdered the accent. Idris is a goon all the way around the board. He's, he's yeah. a beast. Yeah. And how do you not at least nominate him for something? Make up a category. Right. <laughs> something for right. Best black that. almost got nominated. Award goes to something. Give them something and, and just celebrate the craft. Yeah, Leo killed it. Tom Hardy killed it. A lot of a lot of my favorite actors aren't black. You know, a lot of them are. But, a lot, you know, I still I study Meryl Streep. I study Tom Hardy. I, I pay attention to what Leo does. Yeah. Not to emulate, but to... To learn, to soak yeah. up some of those nuances and the, the little intricate choices and the little tiny, you know, those little moments that, that, that they do, there's a thought in there. And to try to figure out what that thought is that made them do that and how to incorporate my own thoughts into my work. So I have some great little moments like that, but they're organic. So I think diversity is a huge problem, and I, and I hope we do better. I hope that, you know, we support the NAACP Awards now more, and we support and celebrate the award ceremonies that, that celebrate all of us, mm-hmm. not just some of us from here on out, and, you know, spend our dollars supporting those that support us. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because uh, I've been talking to a lot of people in the industry just about what does that mean for them, like, where everyone keeps saying we need to have more diversity and we need to change it, but what does that mean? I mean, obviously, we were talking about Ava uh, Devernay a couple of weeks ago, who's now creating this program for young filmmakers, mm-hmm. spe- specifically women, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, exactly, and... Um, 
you know, that's going to change the game. I love that. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing. But what else? Like, what other things do we need to do? I mean, obviously, we have Cheryl who's trying to change the system mm-hmm. for for the committee, um, for the academy. But, you know, we need to have more filmmakers. We need to right. have more black kids going to film school and, and being producers and directors and yeah. writing and doing things like yourself. And, you know, not just writing, you know, screenplays, writing books, you yeah. know, all that stuff. Create so, the content. Creating the content. Hip-hop artists are some of the best storytellers. I don't understand why we don't see more hip-hop artists write more scripts that's true I, if Nas can take you through the the whole experience of a song as a gun you know like it pops the same <laughs> thing the yeah. whole song you know me and my girlfriend this this is my gun but the 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 intricate nature and and the and the puns and the and the wit and the wordplay in that I don't see why we don't get a lot more hip hop artists writing great stories. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm certain they can. I have a question for you guys. Uh, over on the music show, the beat, we talked about K. Michelle and Adele, and I kind of want to just say this quote that K. Michelle said. I asked the the co-hosts over there, but I want to get you guys' opinion. She came out to say, "We've been we um, as black people have uh, we call our own." artist flops and they don't have to tear us down uh, talking about white people they don't have to tear us down because we tear ourselves down mm-hmm. what does that in entertainment kind of mean to you guys I know it happens I know I know she's right um, but I also say this I, I don't honestly I make a lot of music and so what if I only sell five or ten thousand downloads I'm sitting on my label mm-hmm. you want to see it this is my label. That's it. I put out what I want to. I don't put out what I don't want to. I don't make songs about booty and twerking. I love ratchet music. Don't get me wrong. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I love it. I love it. But I don't want to make that kind of music. So I don't have to make it. Um, I feel like you, you make what your diehard fans want. You can still grow and evolve a little bit. Adele's doing it. You know, um, She disappeared. I was like, man, is she going to be that one album wonder? And she came back like, No. <laughs> I ate all my words, <laughs> and she, you know, and I, 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 I was, I had to be one of the only fully grown men driving through the city, kind of teary eyed when Hello came on, because I'm like, I, brother, no, you weren't, you weren't, you oh, you weren't. were too, because yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I, know, I, said, I know several. Actually. I said, which she's somewhere around here. I love her. Who's my, I didn't even know. I was in love all of a sudden. I wasn't even dating anybody. I'm like, wait a minute, what? This is a great song. You know, and and it's it's just it is what it is. It, music is powerful, but you're right. I think in the, in our community we do tear each other down. We look Absolutely. for. I mean, how so you dare put a color label on? Because my question is, it, I was questioning. You know, is that something that you say uh, you as black people or white people, or is it that we are becoming a society, or is this something that has been within black culture forever? But is it that we're now in a society where Wendy Williams is on TV, like? We want to look for the negative and call someone. I think a that's it. I don't think it's black or white. That's I don't think it's a color on it. I think that it's been like that. How dare you have the audacity, the backbone, the balls to go out and pursue your dream, right. make music that you want to that nobody asked for, but and then you still end up selling some of it, and, right. and you still get some diehard fans that love it anyway. How dare you? Who are you? I don't have the courage to do it, so I'm going to criti- I'm going to criticize you. Right. I'm going to tear you down because I'm pissed off that I didn't have the courage, and that's that's mostly what it is. It's Yes, it's your opinion, but I call it hate because, one, your opinion is unsolicited. Two, this is America. Everybody gets to have one, but nobody has to give a damn about your opinion but you. And I don't. When they line up to say, okay, well, that song is okay or sounds like old-ass old R&B or this, that, and the other, that's fine. The reviews I care about is the young boy who stopped me 
about my song, I'm All Right. It's an inspirational joint. I'm not a traditional gospel singer. I can't yell and do all the stuff that but they do. Why don't you give us a little quick sample of, of a line from that, that song for the Okay, well, I'm trying, even with the gum, too. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you some paper if you need so some paper. No, no, no. I'm being ghetto. Hold it. Hold on. But the song says, I feel like I got gum on my lips. <laughs> I'm silly, sorry. I'm all right. I'm going through, but I'm going to make it to the other side of y'all. I'm okay. I might bend under the pressure, but I'm not going to break. I got faith, and I'm going to keep on believing and dreaming. I can do anything. Oh, I'm all right, and I'm going to make it. And it was a song because I wanted to quit. I mean, yeah, I mean, wait, hold on. But let's just pause yeah, for a on. second. That, you can't even just, right you can't just start talking. You like, we need a moment. You yes. just, I, that was dope, man. You, you yes. went right into talking after that. We need a right moment. Right. That was, let's, let's start with the, we got to yeah. clap for that. Well, thank you. Sometimes you just got to hold your gum. And that was some impromptu. He didn't know that was coming. You asked them to sing and then they like, you know, Tennessee's It's Thursday. I don't sing on Thursday. <laughs> Got a really big show tomorrow. <laughs> but no, you know what? Honestly, in about 08, right before, you know, 2009, it was slow. And I was I was kind of getting down and a little depressed. And I needed that song more than anybody. Yeah. You know, that because that song was what I was, you know, I'm going through. But I, I something was saying, you know, you can make it to the other side. Just just don't give up whatever you do. And clearly, we know who that was. Yeah. Um, yes, I did say something about God, and I cussed earlier. I'm a cussing Christian. Hashtag okay. message. Um, <laughs> we live. We, we, are, we are right. We are here. We are Amen. Right so, but um, the reviews, what I was saying that I care about are the ones like the young boy who stopped me about that song at a celebrity game that I had played in, um, the one for the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. And he said he was considering suicide and that song helped him not. Mm. I care about those. So I don't care if I sell 2,000 downloads, 5,000 downloads, or 10, you know, um, or the young lady whose mom passed. Um, Rest in peace. Um, she told me that the last two months that her mom was alive, she was listening to I'm All Right Every Day because it helped her through the day and it gave her a little bit of hope. And I do it for that. I don't do it for, you know, anybody else's approval or the haters. They, you know, they're going to make memes and, and crack jokes because that's what, that's what it is now. Well, it please is. fail. <laughs> please yeah. please yeah. let me film this and watch you fail so I can make a meme yeah. and get 6,000 likes or whatever and, and that be that. And that's where we are now, unfortunately. But the, the luxury sure. of it is not having to care. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then you, you were talking about kind of like the transition. I mean, obviously you were on Let's Stay Together yeah. uh, for a very long time on the show, and then you worked on Man in Three B, which was out last November. Mm-hmm. What other things are you have coming up? That because I know fans are always like, "What's, what's, what's next? Where can yeah. I find him? What's next?" Where can you know. Find well, I'll be pushing Doctor Feelgood for a while, but March sixth on Bounce, we just shot eight episodes of Saints and Sinners, which is if you imagine picking up the show Scandal and setting it inside of a church. Mm. It's it's yeah it's it's gritty. My character's hands aren't squeaky clean, so I like that because I'm always like the I don't want to play the the guy you know. Oh, there's a cute guy who's single who stays next door. He'll save the day. I don't want to be that. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I, I can I have chops. I've I've lived, and and you know I can go places that some people may have you know a tough time going. And mine is authentic because I've lived it. Right. So what's your who's your character? Yeah, Levi character? Sterling. Um, he's actually. In trouble with the SEC in New York for some Ooh. insider trading, so he runs home to Cypress, <laughs> Georgia, and um, he, he starts working back at the church. And at some point, 
shortly into this, the series, the pastor is killed. And it's right after he, he um, do- nominates me executive pastor, my character executive pastor. So I got to cover the church finances and take care of all of that since I got a money marketing background and all of that. And come to find out the church is struggling financially. You know, they've been borrowing from some shady characters in the neighborhood. And it's it's the the politics to the grimy guys in the neighborhood and, and the loan sharks and the church. They're all, it's all doing that. It's all breakdancing. It's all tied in together. And it's Vanessa Bill Calloway, who's a G. I love, love her. Yes. V- love Vanessa. Clifton Powell, who's been in every black movie ever. Um, that's Uncle Cliff. I love him. Keith Robinson from Dream Girls. Um, David Banner, he plays one of the pastors on there. He's actually very damn good. Um, Kelly Price is in this show, recurring. Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. Um, Who else did I miss? It's a bunch of uh, J.D. Williams from The Wire. It's a bunch of great, great people in there. Diverse cast. Yeah. Music, a little music, a little. Yeah, Gloria Rubin. I mean, everything. Yeah, and there's some singing in that. Looks like Kelly Price and Erica Campbell. Yeah, I was going to say, you said those two names. Yeah, I can stop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be a powerful show. I'm really excited about it, and it's my first time being a series regular in a show as a lead. So that's that's really well, congratulations. Exciting. Thank you. And you said that comes out when March 6th, which is a Sunday, and it'll be every Sunday for eight weeks on Bounce. On Bounce. That sounds like a really intriguing plot for Bounce. It like, is, they, yeah, they yeah, they were they were reaching because yeah. they got family time, and that's funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, Angel and, and um, uh, Cuba's Cuba. brother are on there, yeah. and, and it's a really good show. It's Bentley's show over there, and Tangerine, Tangerine. yeah, and her yeah. crazy behind. I love her. Yeah, I love Tangerine. And then this is. Uh, Complete opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. I love and it also seems like a lot of these networks now, especially the black ones, are starting to try to change their programming because yeah. they got to compete with the Netflix and all these other places yes. that are putting out this amazing program. Yeah. So kudos to them and congratulations to you. And then you. as far as the music, mm-hmm. how do people get the music and the book? Well, let me see. The book is available everywhere books are available. You can download it for your iPod, Kindle, whatever. You can um, buy it on iTunes, Amazon, Google, and then Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, and Borders. And I think even Amazon is building some some yes, physical stores. Yeah, yeah. bookstores. So yeah. I guess the book isn't dying off. So I'm, it's not. I'm really? starting on book it's number not. three they already. They killed the industry to rebuild it yeah. with their own name on it. Yeah. So, yeah. And then music, same place. You can yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Music is all over iTunes. Um, I have I probably maybe 10 or 12 different songs on there. I didn't do a full project, and that's, that's kind of what I'm doing now is just releasing them song at a time. So I'll release something this month, and then two months later in April, I'll release something else. Okay. You know, just put a song out at a time and let people let it build and let them enjoy it. And will you have any music on the show at all? Yes, I submitted three or four songs, so I know at least two or three of those are going to be in different episodes. Oh, wow. Nice. So I'm all right as one of them. Okay. That's so, awesome. It's still the same theme kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's inspirational, so on one of the good moments, you're going to sneak I'm all right in there. You'll be like, wait a minute, I know that. Yeah. Like, I know that song. That's from the Take Your Gum Out. That's from the Take Your Gum Out episode. Yeah. So yeah, well, be sure to pick Sing up. So good, make it. Take your gun. Take your gun. Right. <laughs> be sure to pick up Doctor Phil Good as well. Uh, obviously, he's, that yes. book's out right now. So go support Christian on that. And we're going to move into some hot topics. And Christian, we'd love for you to stay, but if you have to leave no, as well, I'm, you know, I'm good. we understand. All right. So uh, Jesse, what do you got for us today? So Mr. Ken Mack was on GoFundMe. Um, he met a girl, a beautiful young lady. He actually, oh. this is what he wrote on GoFundMe, um, and I'm going to say it correctly because it was not spelled correctly in <laughs> I met a beautiful young lady and I feel if I don't make her an honest woman and wife here quick she may not become whole so I'm asking for help with an engagement ring he asked for $5,000 uh, he said oh, I'm sorry P.S. yours truly former player 
that's hanging up his player shoes. <laughs> so he asked for five thousand dollars. He only got twenty. GoFundMe pulled this ad uh, from. Wait, he asked for five thousand. Got twenty dollars. Only got oh, twenty dollars. Sorry, okay. only twenty dollars. Yeah. Um, are we asking for a little too much on GoFundMe? Guys? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, the um, the. I've seen them for breast implants. Yep. I've seen them for <laughs> butt enhancements, and I've seen them for engagement rings. Whoa. I think I would rather I would rather earn mine. Like yeah. I had a, you know, I was engaged way back in the day, and you know, we never made it over the broom, but I had that good uh, uh, financing. I had to, you know, I had to yeah. send something yes. every month. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I wanted to do my own. Right. Yes. So I guess I can't knock him, and I won't hate on that process. But me as a man, I want to. That's that's my promise to my woman slash my wife. That's gonna be my bread. Yeah, like we can be like yeah. me and five hundred and sixty one people want to marry you. <laughs> I mean, I just think, I, I just think it's kind of weird because maybe and maybe it's my ego because I don't like owing people money. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. let's start there. But the fact that you're you're asking for someone to buy your engagement ring, it just is weird to me. It's just. <sighs> You know, I've I've seen one like a friend recently has one where she's moving out of state at the last minute. She found out she got a new job and she needed her moving, moving expenses, expenses covered. Even then, I'm like, I mean, yeah. it's just a fine How line. I mean, if you say, "Hey, my kids need to eat," or I, yeah. or or I am being thrown out of my house, can I can I get a fund for five hundred dollars to live in a, a shelter? So, you know, something. Yeah, and then I, I and, and, and if there's a way to verify some of this because some of these are so. So as a writer, they're so well written. Some of right, these, right? And then you you, you sketch it because it's like, okay, um, I, I've been hit this week because I'm from Flint, so I've been hit up like by eight or ten different people saying we want to buy, we want to go fund me so we can buy filters for the houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who are you tied to? Who are you affiliated right. with? Who right. Can I call to verify because right. if yes. I'm going to make a substantial donation, I need to be able to verify this is going yeah, to you exactly. and not you, you know to Hennessy and Newport. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And Domino's Pizza. Right, right. Y'all, well, listen to this one. I actually, I thought that was pretty bad. This one takes the cake, though. Cinnamon Nicole from Tennessee. She um, is a stripper. Made over no, because <laughs> if she was a stripper, she wouldn't need this. Wait, her name is Cinnamon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I actually did not know how many people's name were Cinnamon, cinnamon out here. Yeah. Uh, she made over a little eight hundred dollars in seven hours. For a Powerball reimbursement, she wrote, please help me. Please help me and my family as we've exhausted all our funds. We spent all of our money expecting to win the $1.5 billion. Now we're in dire need of cash. With everyone's donation of a dollar, a like, or a share, we can pick ourselves out of the trenches. Please help a family in need. We didn't, they didn't know that the Powerball was given in every state. They thought it was just in Florida, so they thought they really had a good chance that's what they're saying so they wanted to sunk what a so grand you, or two in if you donate cinnamon will make you either a man crush Monday or a woman crush Wednesday on her Instagram and how I much money is she asking for they only made $800 and it got pulled um, how much did she spend did it say that it, I, I didn't see how much they were asking for. I think you're doing what's called reaching <laughs> yes. cinnamon. Reaching really cinnamon, far. Cinnamon Sounds crunch. I, I think, think you should use your name cinnamon to crunch. go yeah. to the poll. Go, yeah. Use your name and go to the poll. Uh, exactly. No, mm, I'm sarcastic. I said that. <laughs> I was just playing. Anyways, I was playing. Not the poll, but the pool. pool. Uh, the North Carolina A&T swim team. Oh, so this is an all-black female swim team. And they're so good. They've been defying the stereotypes, and everyone was loving them. However, the uh, head coach for, of 17 years, Sean Hendricks, she came out to say, 
February this month is the last month that the team, uh, the program will be running because they got a new director of athletics Mm -hmm. who came in and basically said, I don't really see sports conferences sponsoring swimming. So we're going to take swimming out. We're going to replace it with men and women's golf. And so they've had three years to kind of fight petition for it. The golf won, and so this month the swim day. team will, unfortunately, 17 years strong, mm. be disassembled. That sucks. That's sad. No. They, did that that. At, they did that at Ferris State when I got there. They cut some of the non-revenue-generating sports, mm-hmm. and they cut psychology because before social work, I wanted to what study psychology. psychology. Mm. And it just wasn't in high demand, and that's pretty much what it is. And I could see – how the school is going to benefit financially from golf sponsors because mm-hmm. you have a slew of them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you dash the hopes of young black girls everywhere. You know, hey, th- there's a powerful young black, yeah. you know, swim team, and I can go down here and kick all sorts of ass in the water yeah. and, you know, maybe get school partially paid for, completely paid for, whatever. I think it's unfortunate. You yeah. know, and clearly that's a money decision. Right. Yeah. Well, now, see, that would justify a GoFund to me. Yeah, yeah for that sure. Would be a good exactly. One. That, yes. I, I'm down with donating to. Yeah, that. I would yeah, donate. that I would. I would contribute. Yes, I would yeah. support that. That's worth for it. Sure. Yeah. Boom. That's so up. that's that. Uh, also, guys, make sure you guys check out our sister site, AfterBuzz TV. Whatever your favorite TV show is, like I just can't wait because SVU last night. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your favorite TV show is, head over to AfterBuzz TV as soon as the show's done. We're over there talking about it with your favorite celebrities from the show. That's AfterBuzz TV. All right, Courtney. We got lots going on this week. So, anybody got a Toyota? I do. Mm-hmm. We have some really bad news this week. So, well, not bad news, actually. It's kind of sort of good news. Basically, Toyota's auto loan division has agreed to pay $21.9 million in restitution to thousands of black, Pacific Islander, and Asian customers that they basically overcharged for loans. And what was happening is is that basically the Toyota Motor Company, um, the way that it's set up is that people would come in, obviously with um, very similar credit, and dealers have a certain amount of range based on, like, so you go get your credit check, you want to do your loan through Toyota, you get a certain rate that the Toyota Motor Company gives. Dealers have had about a 2% range that they could actually offer mm-hmm. higher rates to these different groups of people and of course dealers tended to select those black Asian and Pacific Islander people mm. to charge the higher rates to even if they had the exact same credit as a white person Wow! Um, so uh, Toyota was a little frustrated they are saying like we weren't inherently trying to you know be discriminatory but our rules yep. <laughs> the way that they are set up made it possible for dealers to specifically be Discriminate. discriminatory yeah. yeah so they're paying it back 21.9 million dollars but they're not really changing the system all that much because you the dealers are still now allowed to offer a loan within one percent of whatever they've mm. been approved for so it made me very sad i've been a toyota customer my entire life and i'm currently financed through the toyota motor company but so i wonder did they but, i was gonna say did you, you file no i know oh. my finances okay. very well so i was, was at say. like a one percent interest rate to I begin with say, yeah. because i went in with a loan that's the thing like if you go in like with approval for a loan, it makes it much more difficult for them to do that kind of thing with you. But, I mean, people just need to be fully aware of 
what rate they are entitled to so that if they come right. back at you like, no, actually, I think we're going to do 8%, you can be like, oh, no, sorry. Right. I, I, I don't have to right take here. that. Right. But right. people don't, yeah. aren't They're aware. uneducated, honestly. People aren't educated and don't know. And that community is, um, those communities, unfortunately, tend to get taken advantage of. And that's yeah. I don't go by myself either because hey. I get ripped off. I, I, mean, mean, the word. I mean, I go by myself, but I know how to, but, I, I mean, I'm going to negotiate. It's not different. It's not different in the, like, housing industry, same thing. That's why black people were much more affected by the housing bubble burst than right. any other community in the country and it's not the first time that's happened so read the fine lines in other words read the fine read lines the fine and lines. know your numbers know your numbers and, know your numbers. and don't drive a Toyota <laughs> oh, I can't say that oh no 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 honey don't oh. get it twisted Honda is going through the same thing right now see right. and I bet there's a bunch of them but yes. uh, this is probably the only one that's been brought to light that's yeah. the right. one that's I been agree. brought to light right now yeah. but Honda was definitely on the list as the next one that the consumer protection and didn't we bail some of them out? Didn't the government bail some of these out? Well, they bailed out Honda Ford or Toyota? and Chrysler, not Toyota. Toyota was fine. What about Honda? Not Honda. I think it was just Chrysler and Ford. Which, those are American, though. Those are American. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, All right. do your math, guys. Make sure you are on top of that. All right, so, in other news. American crime right here. This is American crime for <laughs> real. Okay, so, about two years ago, 2014, we had a story come out at uh, San Jose State University where a black student, a freshman, had been being taunted and attacked by his white roommates. And in one of their episodes of taunting, they chained him up with a bike lock and shouted racial slurs at him. The bike lock was around his neck. <clears throat> so, the kids got in trouble, things were going down. Finally this year, the young guy who was chained up with a bike lock by four other white students has decided to sue. He is suing them for $5 million for racial bullying. And this week, the lawyer for the white students came out and said that the white roommates were not doing harassment. It was just a joke. I knew you were going to say oh, that. Right. It was a joke. You were going to say that. Gone wrong. They didn't mean it. It wasn't that serious. And he wants the jury to see that they were all young, they were all freshmen, and that they were just being kids. They were just being racist. Right. Oh, my God. And it wasn't racist. My goodness. Yeah, I would have y'all read about me in the paper. I know that's I'd right. I would every ass. I know that's right. Underneath that roof, except for my own. Amen. With the bike chain. With the bike, yeah. That's that ain't cool. And either way, I don't condone. I don't condone it anyway. I don't. We were talk, we had a discussion the other day about the N word. Mm-hmm. I don't. And the, like both sides using it. Yeah. So does it bother you in rap music? Sometimes, because I don't want my thirteen-year-old boy to say it. Okay. So I don't say it around him, and then I find myself now filtering my conversation so I don't say it at all unless I'm rapping along alone a Hennessy or two later. <laughs> um, being honest. You won't respect Just me. I'm not honest. But um, I will say this, and you know, I got some, I'm really cool with some white cats too, but I, chances are they might get that five hour energy. If, if they say that, they, they might, They you don't get to say, hey, what's up, man? What the? <laughs> <laughs> it might yeah, just happen yeah, accidentally. It might. Yeah. Oh, it's my a, bad. It's a reflex. Yeah, right. it's just. Yeah, a, yeah. it's just. Mm, I, I, hey, hey, hey. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't mess around with the N word, but we've had that discussion here a lot of times. Many times. Yeah. Many a times. But 
There you go. The white kids are on trial right That's now. That's disgusting. Like but here, okay, so uh, million dollars. And, and the here's school my is totally but, lying to cover it up. Of course, of course, they, of course, they because they want to. Literally, American well. crime is talking about <laughs> something right very now. similar yeah. with the school just covering it. Like that's just disgusting. But my question is: so they're suing them, the kids, for five million. If they don't have money, what really happens? I'm sorry, to the they're kid? suing the school. But oh, the, the sc- kids are up for charges on. Got it. So and that's what, okay. So that's where the reasoning behind yeah. the school one right. is not okay. Yeah. It's a yeah, joke. Yeah. Okay, that makes they sense. Are gonna be, they're the only ones that can be financially liable in that situation. Yeah. Well, listen. Good luck with that school because and they can be charged now as adults, right? Because they were. Well, were that's what's it weird. When like one of them was 17 at the time, so that trial has kind of already happened, and the 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 court documents sealed because he was under the age of 18 at the time but the other three are still up on charge. Interesting that they didn't try to charge him as an adult. Yeah. 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 Well they've all pled guilty, not guilty to misdemeanor battery and hate crime charges so. And I'd also like to find out more as far as like the complaint from the kid, from mm. the student like how, how much was it documented? Well, he said that there were multiple instances of harassment throughout a period of time and then the trump card was the chain me up with a bicycle and it, but if he if there are documented uh instances yeah. where he went and said you know said to, to the, the public safety yeah. or to, Whoever, yeah. to the dean or to somebody and he has documents he has a paper trail of that mm-hmm. and it continued to happen they might as well it's crack that checkbook yeah, yeah, it's a wrap okay. they might as well name the university Here after him mm-hmm. actually yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the dorm or wherever it happened and never forget. San Jose. All right. Well, um, thank you. is that all you got for us today, that, Courtney? That's all I got. <laughs> Listen, I think that's all we can handle that's right all now. We um, all right. Well, before we move on to our that? final topic, because we only have uh, five minutes left on the show, we want to talk about DraftKings. Because have yes. you ever played DraftKings? Christian? No, I haven't. I am, and I am not informed enough on it to make an educated response. Oh. Well, let me tell you something about <laughs> DraftKings. You can go to DraftKings.com. You can use the code name Black, and you have a opportunity to win up to two million dollars worth of prizes you can fantasy play football. anytime you want to it's fantasy football you can do it at your own leisure it's pretty easy i am not a king at DraftKings. no pun intended you don't even have to be educated but you don't even have to be that educated it's pretty easy you just go through it, it kind of teaches you as you go through you go to draftkings.com use the code name black and it will be a lot of fun for you and if you win some money we say it every week let us know because we need a little percentage are you of that. winning there I have not won yet. You haven't won anything, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to up the percentage from everybody else. Daryl's agent. Right, right. Yes, my agent will talk for me today. Making sure we get that ten percent if you win. That's right. Oh, mine was twenty at it. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, we're gonna move on to our last story of the day. uh, Our EUR web story spotlight of the week. Well, it is Super Bowl weekend. It yes, is finally it is. here. They've it's been here. talking about it. I know Jesse's super excited about it. Yeah, I just want Destiny's Child to reunite. <laughs> we got the With Carolina Panthers. No. We got the Denver Broncos. <laughs> we got Cam Newton versus uh, Peyton Manning, both number one draft picks, yes. you know, 13 years apart. But what's the most important thing that a lot of people are talking out about besides the game is the fact that Coldplay is performing with Beyonce. No and one cares about the Coldplay. No one, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I want to see Coldplay. Oh, Coldplay. Overseas, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to see Coldplay. I like Chris Martin. I'm not mad at yeah. Chris but Martin. As a but as a halftime show? Yeah. Really? But that's they, why they got some hits, though. They, they got do hits. have some hits. I, I think they're going to be that song. type of group that you don't realize how many hits they have yeah. until they perform. I've driven through L.A. bumping Coldplay quietly. Don't no laugh. Don't judge me. Hey, I have to learn piano, but I don't want to see them in a show. No, I Yeah, you say that now, but that's why they're adding what they're adding. They're adding, allegedly, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Like, it feels like they're stunting on them because they're going to be boring, and we're going to be like, this is going to be a boring show. Yeah, like, but, is- but historically, 
the Super Bowl always, no matter who performs, they always add like three, four people. Yeah, with no, they stopped it for a little yeah. for a while. Well, okay. remember Katy Perry brought Katy Perry, out uh, Missy she, Elliott. She was on a thirty yeah. foot dinosaur. And Lenny Kravitz. And she it was blowing fire. And it was. Lenny Kravitz and, and, and Lenny Kravitz. Missy. But do you and remember Missy. like back in the day when it was like when Janet performed? It was Diddy, Nelly, uh, it was like Justin everybody. Timberlake. Like they used to have like oh, and, eight and, to ten people come out and like and Janice Ariola showed up too. Yeah, Janice Titty came out. Mary J. Aerosmith, Mary J. Blige, Nelly. Like, yeah, well, okay, so today.com, on today.com, they posted, uh, you guys let me know if you agree with this, the 10 most unforgettable performances at Super Bowl. And I want to throw this in, too. Lady Gaga is doing the National, National Anthem. Anthem at and she the can Super sing Bowl. for real in case you didn't know. Off. She can sing her ass Yeah, off. don't miss that. And they, okay. rumor, they are rumoring, rumoring that Rihanna's Rihanna new music video for gonna, work yeah, is going to appear. Yeah, it's going to work through I the, the Hilarious. We'll see. All right, so this is what they say top 10 of all time. 2004, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Diddy, Devil. Kid Rock, and <laughs> Nelly. You 2 2002 for Most number memorable. two. Uh, number three, which I'm going to disagree as number three should be number one, is Prince, 2009. Purple Rain in the Rain. You can't get any better than that. that yeah, was that was, that's got to be. Purple Rain in the Rain. That can't be number I think, one. I think number three is good. All right, all right. So he's number three. <laughs> number four, 2015, Katy Perry, Missy Elliott, and Lenny Kravitz. And the Dragon. And the Dragon. And the Dragon. And <laughs> yes. Uh, number five was Michael Jackson, 1993. Oh, that, was, that was the, that was the, yeah, that the little, that was intense. Number six is Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers in 2014. He did a fantastic job. Number seven was Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige and Nelly, 2001. Yeah. Number eight was Destiny Child. 2013. And that would be Beyonce. Yeah, that would be Beyonce. Beyonce concert. It, yeah, you're right. The Beyonce concert <laughs> with her little backup dancers. Uh, number nine is Madonna, 2012. And um, number 10 was Madonna. It was um, CeeLo and LMFAO. Uh, and number 10 is Bruce that. Springsteen and the East Street Band. I would have thought, y'all remember the year? Ricky Martin, Tony Braxton, Christina Aguilera. Oh, that was kind of unforgettable, no. you know. Yeah. I, all right, you know, so I'm just saying. Vitale. I'm just gonna say that I'm gonna be biased and say Purple Rain should have been number one. But what do you think, Christian? Who, yeah, I who think it should have been up there. You? you can't lose for you know what Prince. I'm it, you can't all I'm saying is Prince. It rained. God sent rain. Purple rain on the performance. But I'm looking forward to seeing what Beyonce brings. I like I said, I'm like Christian. I'm a Coldplay fan. So, but there's song you know, with Beyonce. Yeah, the hymn song. Then they might do something else, or they might they jazz it up it to up. where it's That's not. It's I just, it's, I yeah. just need some action, like Chris Martin just sort of bouncing around, but singing. Like, I think I Coldplay is actually going to sing "Crazy in Love" because they do have a cover of Beyonce, of Beyonce songs, and I think Beyonce is going to cover. I like that. I like. I like what you. I, I like. I like. I like how you visualize like them for that. that and, I can feel. And I hope that they I'm do play the Rihanna video because her album is hot. All right, we got to wrap up apparently. So, Christian, where can fans find you on social media? Okay, uh, my only Instagram and Twitter, only real ones, are my name, at Christian Keys. Christian like the religion, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-K-E-Y-E-S. That's my Instagram and Twitter. All the other ones other than those are fake. Somebody else. And Yeah, catfish. <laughs> um, and then and my, my only Facebook is the one that's verified with the little blue check. It's Christian Keys' official fan page. So any of the other ones, I ain't on tag. I ain't on black people meet. I ain't on Christian singles. <laughs> I ain't on Tinder. I ain't on, black people meet I ain't on uh, uh, Black Planet. I ain't on MySpace. <laughs> so I, if she thinks that she about to go on a date, yeah, it, it ain't, ain't, it ain't him, it's somebody else. It ain't yeah. him. <laughs> it ain't Christian. All right, and uh, congratulations for the book again. Go pick it up, Dr. Phil Good. Yes. And uh, we'll all have a copy of it. Pretty soon. Yes. Check out the cover. He is on it. If you like uh, looking at Christian, which I'm sure you will. And Jesse, where can fans find you? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. 
Courtney. I'm stuck on Courtney, black Courtney Hannes. Right <laughs> Courtney you black black Hannes. Pla- I'm stuck on black. Hey, y'all check and see if her black pen, plan, black planet plays still up. Yeah, we got. We got. Right, right. Let me I find out. I did not have one, but I did have a MySpace one. That's scary. Courtney, you can find me at Stuart Starlet on Twitter and Instagram. Or Black Planet. Or Black Planet, <laughs> and you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. See you next week. Have a great weekend and drink a lot of. Whatever, and eat a lot of whatever, and watch Super Bowl and Beyonce. Peace. Super Bowl and Beyonce. Super Bowl and Beyonce. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Ariel Christie, Tiana Howard. A day away from the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOVay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.